Hey everybody and welcome along to this week's edition of the Irish Golfer Podcast brought to you in association with KPMG. I'm your host Peter Finnan and joined as always by John Craven. Hello Peter. How are you keeping? Yeah, really good now, can't complain, lovely Monday, lovely stretch of weather. It's not a Monday, this is the thing, the tour has oh, yeah, ruined. there you <laughs> go, I'm gone, I'm straight off the bat. I've I don't know, it's it a good thing or a bad thing, it's like you watch golf at night and then you wake up the next morning, you're like, alright, Monday, start of a week and it's like... Tuesday. It's Tuesday, yeah. I guess it's a good thing. Frazzled. Even though, like, it doesn't feel like it, the week's only starting at the weekend for us these days. It's gone Stop. mad. Um, but yeah, no, all is well. We've lots to get through this week. Lots to get through. So I don't know where to start. We've already started into a Monday finish on something, but we're not going to start there. We have to start <laughs> with ladies. Last yeah. major of the year and Ireland's big news. first lady. Yeah, exactly. Ireland's first lady. There you go. Um, so hopefully Michael D isn't listening to this now. But yeah, Michael, no, <laughs> keep your mouth shut. Um, no, amazing, Leona. Class, absolutely class. Much deserved. Just deserves everything she gets. She's such a grafter. She's like you know the whole country has been talking about her all year. She's just achieved so much without winning. Um, but has just been so consistent, so tenacious all year. Um, and she's just, her upward trend continues. Yeah, now Katrina Matthews said it in, so Europe's captain post, I don't know, one of the rounds that basically Leona's, or no, it was on the picks announcement or whatever, that she reckons Leona's form is probably second best on her team. So it was never, it wasn't a secret ever that she was going to get a pick. Like it was a nailed on pick. I know it's still a huge deal. Yeah. And like first Irish woman to get it and all, but there was no way she wasn't getting picked. Yeah. Like it was a really strange way they announced it as well. So like the normal way is you've, uh, you know, the team would assemble after a big event like that. They all get dressed up in their Gansies and they do their thing and photo calls and the captain sits down and names the wild cards and they come out and there's interviews and this time it was like 9 p.m press conference on a sunday night after the open everything's announced it's all behind closed doors yeah and then the embargo for announcement is like 8 30 the next morning which is just a bit mad because like straight after the open uh when she was finished like she signed off leona signed off Pretty well, like, on uh, really the event well. it's, itself, you know. It was a great Friday, really good finish to the event, pushed on, and I had a call set up with her afterwards, and I knew she had got the nod... The day before. The day before, that she'd already been told, yeah, you're you're done and dusted. I didn't know when, so it was nice just to catch up with her, and I'll, I'll, we might as well play that audio now of the chat when she was literally driving with Lisa in the car, heading off to... She was going to catch a ferry somewhere. I don't know where she was off to. Yeah, she was getting a boat. That was yeah. gas. Yeah. So, um, yeah, getting out of Carnoustie. Um, so, yeah, it, we, we might as well we play that and then we'll we'll catch up after it. Hi. Hi, babe. Are you well? Not too bad. Breaking down barriers again for women's golf as Ireland's first Solheim Cup player. You must be absolutely ecstatic with that announcement. Yeah, really excited. I mean, it's been, it's been a goal for a long time. Um, was fortunate enough to play with Lisa in two two junior solo times in, in 2009, 2011. And um, yeah, I mean, I remember walk, walking around in, in Killeen Castle after Suzanne Pedersen, um, watching her like win the solo cup basically. And um, yeah, I mean, ever since then, that's that's been the dream to get on the team. And um, it was a goal at the start of this year. I tried not to think about it too much, but um, 
yeah, I mean, it's it's it is a big deal. It's no Irish woman's ever done it before, and um, I'm the first. Hopefully, I'll not be the last. But um, yeah, it it'd be really really great week um, coming up. And how satisfying, like to do it in your rookie year as well. I know, like I, I tried to poke into it a little bit at the start of the year. You wouldn't get drawn at all. But now that it's confirmed and done, like in your rookie year especially, it's a phenomenal achievement. Yeah, I mean, I didn't I didn't feel like I had too much time. At, like, kind of, I, I felt like I thought at the start of the year I probably needed to win but um, to maybe get Beanie's attention. But yeah, I mean, I've just had, it's just been such a consistent year. And I suppose those two to second place finishes really helped a lot. And, um, some really strong majors as well. So, so how did you find out then? Uh, she told me on Monday. Yeah. I, played, I played nine holes with her on Monday, so she told me Monday. Um, yeah, she said she didn't want me worrying about it this week, which was which was nice. <laughs> uh, obviously, there was a lot of different mathematical equations and all the rest went down to who would get in off the world rankings and who would get in off the LET spots and all of that. So, um, yeah, she told me Monday, but I was I was sworn to secrecy. I took the pressure off anyway. Get let you enjoy the week. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was it was nice. <laughs> I appreciated it. Not that I would have. I suppose again, it was a major. You're trying to finish as high as you possibly can, and and that's kind of what I did all year. I tried to not think about it too much and let the the results kind of look after themselves. And um, yeah, the plan the plan was executed nicely. And thoughts on the team itself? Obviously, the team's fully confirmed now. It's it's a very strong looking team. Well, like, what are your hopes on hopefully retaining the cup? Yeah, I mean, obviously to have Anna Norquist win the last major last event going into the going into the Solan Cup is a big boost to have a, a European major winner, and um, obviously Sophie is a, a major winner as well, and um, you know George is obviously playing well, Charlie's playing well. There's there's a lot of people that have Matilda's won on LPGA as well. Like there's a lot of people with a lot of good form heading into it. So um, obviously the Americans are going to be favourites on paper. It is in America, which is always harder to to win in. But yeah, I mean. We'll give it our very best shot, I suppose. Um, I have played team golf for quite a while now. It'll be, it'll be really nice to be part of a team again. And um, yeah, always enjoy match play as well. So um, I think it'd be a really great week and uh, really looking forward to it. And without giving any more secrets away as well, would you, would you like to, who would you like to see yourself paired on the team with? Like just from a personal preference, not giving away pairings or anything like that, but who are you most comfortable with? I mean, I know I know a lot of the girls pretty well. There's there's been a lot of them that I've played all up through the way with. Um, I, suppose, I mean, any of any of the any of them really. I suppose to be a pop up. I played the Junior Solheim Cup with in, in 2009. So that's that's kind of a full circle, I guess, for the two of us. Um, I guess what is it? Eleven years later, getting on the the big team, but uh, which is quite nice. So I played I played a few packs to her this year. Um, also know Charlie and Georgie. Charlie and George are pretty well and I don't know I, I don't know what way Beanie's going to want the parents if she's going to try and pair us rookies with, with veteran players um, obviously Anna's playing well and I, I, I don't know if there's some parents that are already set for previous Solheim Cups um, or whether there's going to be fresh parents I, I really have no idea what, what she's thinking we haven't had I know the Americans have had some practice sessions and stuff like that we haven't had anything like that so um I don't. I, I honestly don't know what Beanie's Beanie's logic will be in, in terms of pairings, but she obviously got it right last time, so she knows what she's doing. Where does this selection rank? I know, like your professional career is it's only a year and a half old, but where does this rank in your overall career highlights to date to get a selection like this? Yeah, I mean it's it's definitely up there, I suppose. Um, 
it's it, like I said, it's been a dream for a long time. Um, the fact that no Irish person's ever done it before is a big thing. And I suppose it's, it's one of those things I'll probably look back on in, in the future more so than now. It's probably not something I'll dwell on too much for now, but it's definitely, it's another step on the ladder that, that I'll get to tick off. And um, like I said, I, I love Finn Mashra. I, I really enjoy being part of a team. So um, I think it'll be a, a fantastic experience. Hopefully I'll learn a bit from, from some of the other girls and, and being in that environment, obviously, with with Beanie being the captain and Laura and Suzanne and, and all that wealth of knowledge and experience as well. Looking forward to maybe picking their brains a little bit and, and learning from, from their experiences as well. Taking a little bit of a step back, were you a bit taken aback a few weeks ago with the national support you received in the build-up and the aftermath and during the Olympics? Yeah, I think it was incredible. Um, I think it was incredible for the entire team. Um, I know locally in Ireland, even mum and dad were sending me pictures and videos of you put triclers in their gardens and signs and, and all the rest. Um, I, th- I mean, like I said, Irish people have, are always fantastic to support us no matter where we are in the world. And I think the Olympics is is just an even bigger example of that. And um, it's definitely something that uh, we felt over there in Tokyo as a team that, that the entire country was behind us. And I suppose that's the only shame with the Solheim Cup. I know there'd be a big Irish contingent would probably head over Um to the States it's, it's just a shame that people won't get over this time but um, I have no doubt they'll be, they'll be cheering us on um, on the telly I can only imagine the support you're going to receive when people hear this announcement alright yeah I mean I think I think everybody I think that's that's the brilliant thing with sport I think the Olympics and Kelly winning their gold and the lads winning their gold medal and I think it gave the whole country such a boost and people people had stuff to look forward to again and cheer on and rally behind and, and hopefully this is this is another thing as well and Obviously, with the Paralympics starting in, in a few days as well, I think I think it's great to see a buzz about the country again and, and people being excited um, about things. I think we've had enough bad news for, for the last two years. It's, it's nice that there's some some positive news and, and stuff for people to, to be happy about. And we'll leave it on this one. And speaking to Niall recently, when you broke into the top 50, he sent you a text congratulating you and your reply was only 49 spots to go. You really are determined to climb those world rankings and try and get a win in before the Tour Championship this year. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I've been playing some really good golf. It's been really solid. Um, it just, it all just hasn't quite clicked. Um, the one week, and obviously ran into Nelly at the Meyer. Um, I, I felt like I, I played some great golf that week. So yeah, I'll just, I mean, I'll keep knocking on the door. Some of these days it'll open. Wasn't this week, but there's there's still a lot of golf left to be played in the season. So. Um, keep giving myself chances, keep putting myself in, in those spots. Um, yeah, let's see if I can see if I can get it done by the end of the year. Nice to know that she was less no so early that was one thing that stuck out for me like for uh, Beanie as she calls her Katrina Matthew to let her know on the Monday play nine holes let her know on the Monday took a lot of pressure off that was nice. Yeah big time oh like it, it's such a burden of expectation that kind of lifted um, or an anxiety maybe about getting picked as she said it's a major anyway so she was always going to be giving it her all and trying to finish as high as she could so in that sense it didn't make a difference but she must have been like pretty light in her feet kind of playing golf that week I want to just quickly shout out journalists. They get a lot of um, bad press for being little scumbags and trying to get a story breaking first or whatever. It's great to have a secret for a couple of days, just sitting on a secret and waiting until that 8.30 embargo to let it out there. Ah, yeah, like it was good. There's honour amongst these people. There's <laughs> there is honour. Men with codes. Men with codes. <laughs> As you say, there every you week go. we get that in. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, no, it was, it's just, it's such a... 
she's of she was ecstatic. Like it was the first time she'd spoken properly to someone, um, you know, a journalist about it. So she was a bit sort of giggly about, you know, somebody answers some of this. I'm sure she's sick to death now of the same questions over and over and it's over. It's like and over. the press junket, like yeah. you're promoting a film or whatever, exactly. answering the same questions over and over again. So it's always nice to be one of the first on one of those rounds because you get decent answers, then everyone else just gets the same stock answer absolutely a lot of respect for irish golf magazine giving us <laughs> priority there thanks very much leona but no seriously like unbelievable stuff from her i was like saw a couple of stats um like i think the one that stood out to me most was she's um 27 under par across the majors for a cumulative score and that's the second best in the world like this year she's meant to be a rookie she's clearly not a rookie um like it's only a rookie on paper up to 43 in the world. She's banked just shy of 800 grand this year. She's five top tens. Like, it's just savage. And then, as you said, at the at the Open there, just to, like, rubber stamp or whatever, like, she went out in 38 in the Sunday and came back in three under. Tied 13, banked another 85 grand. Like, just the, an ATM machine, as we say, on tour. And, yeah, it's just class. Like, she's just going to be an Irish star now for the next 20 years. Like, I've no doubt about it. A hundred percent. No, like, it's just the way she's doing it. And, like, what she... I would, like... The Americans will be fearing players like Leona Maguire. Going into, I don't care who you are. Be you Nelly, Corda, whoever. They will look at someone like Leona and they will not like her as a match play opponent whatsoever. Because she's just... She's one of these annoying people on a golf course that just won't go away. Big time. She won't go away. Jack She'll be Russell miles behind you. Yeah, she she may be miles behind you off the tee. She's hitting like nine woods and all these things into greens, but she's sticking them in tight and she's holding the putts. And she's getting in there first, I yeah, guess, Yeah, that's as well. what I mean. And she's holding the putts. And she is so comfortable in her own skin that like other players like her over the last few years. Now, I know Leona looked at different things. Lent is being always something that she would like to add to her to her game, you know, a bit of length here, a bit of length there. But she hasn't gone chasing it, and that's what I really like about her transition from amateur into the pro ranks, is she has kept consistent, she has kept similar clubs, hasn't changed manufacturers, going looking for that extra 10, 15 yards off the tee. She's happy with what she has, and she trusts what took her to amateur world number one and kept her there for so long, is good enough to do that in the professional game, and it is. Definitely is. She has gained yards, but in the right way, like just... uh, as you say, not changing equipment and that, just literally working out in the gym and she has Connecticut fuel in there and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> plug, plug. That's a serious plug right there. <laughs> You're welcome, Connecticut. Um, but no, it is brilliant. And she's kind of, she is uniting the whole country together. Like Steph is, like, was there f- before and like did brilliantly and all the rest of it. Leona is next level. Um, Quick shout out actually to Steph. So she pulled out in Scotland. So the, after yeah. the Olympics, she came across, she was meant to play Scotland, she was meant to play then in the the Open as well. I think she was. I don't. She, I think she had to do something in Scotland to get into it. I yeah. she wasn't in the entry list when I checked a couple of weeks before, unless that was a clerical error. But yeah, as you say. But she tripped anyway when she arrived across. She was staying uh, in a house or hotel, tripped and fell down a few stairs and uh, landed on her tailbone, hurt herself. So shout out to Steph. Hopefully. She's she gets better. things get gets better, but yeah, because she just hit a good run of form at the Olympics as yeah, well. It was so it was really, a pity. Yeah, really unfortunate timing. But yeah, no, Leona's definitely the story. Even you had Harrington, like we put an article out on that, commenting on like just how she's trailblazing for women's golf and how he's found himself over the last year 
like like never before just checking women's golf scores watching women's golf um like the gap is closing all the time and it's definitely like it's people like neona and the results that she's putting up that are making that happen it's, it's just class like i don't really know what else to say like i'm a big fan of her i i she, I kind of get Katie Taylor vibes a bit when you hear her interviewed and stuff like that. Like she, yeah, she's a bit monotone. She doesn't give anything away, but like in turn by doing that, she puts but she gives zero, enough away. But she puts no pressure on himself or oh, herself yeah, whatsoever, yeah. which is clever. Like yeah. it's the complete opposite of Rory McIlroy. Like she'll never create a headline. She'll let her golf create a headline. She'll never say anything wrong. She's an ultimate professional that way. Yeah. And yet, you know, from playing with her and like doing a bit of work with her when. We're not pressing record that she is a bit of crack. And oh no, unbelievably so. Yeah, she definitely. You know, she's just, she's just class. She's an asset to the country. She's just so good. And like, it's like I said there at the end of uh, chatting to her. You know, I love that reaction when I was chatting to Niall Horan a few weeks ago and said, "Yeah, it's so good." And he showed me the message. You know, I fired her a message. You know, top fifty in the world. Well done. And her instant reply was. 49 more spots to go like she is just determined yeah absolutely Classic. unbelievable name drop of just casually texting <laughs> Niall Horn in there as if we can't comment on that no it was good it was that's uh, a different Niall Horn. I think he lives in Nace exactly. uh, it runs yeah, the yeah, butcher yeah. shop um, <laughs> but um you know there was an event going on there was a last major of the year outside of Leona as well Lauren Walsh um playing her first major really really good well, to do what she did on the Friday to make the cut, I think she played like her last few holes in four under or something yeah. like that to make it was incredible shooting, broke seventy. Um, she was just unlucky. She came up against the home player Louise Duncan that really just unbelievable phenomenal score. Like for two amateurs to make the cut like that, she was never really in with a shout. Like Lu- Louise was in with a chance to win the tournament. Exactly. Yeah, I think she finished seven or eight under. Yeah. Lauren was one over. Like Lauren tied whatever she did fourth either. So, but it's just it's some confidence boost to those girls that like Lauren's playing at Wake Forest. She's a member of Castle Ward, and um, like you kind of want to like get a stepping stone or like some kind of a barometer of belief or whatever way you want to call it to know that you can do it. Like they're going off the Curtis Cup now this week and haven't played like in front of whatever it was in the end, 8,000 a day or how many people watch it. Like Curtis Cup's going to seem like nothing. Yeah. Like obviously it's not, but it like they will be going on their head and shoulders confidence above anyone else. No, it's, it's class. And like the event itself as well was like drama. You always get drama, Carnoustie, at the end. Like it was... It was great, and an Orquist done really, really well. But I really felt so sorry for the the Danish girl Madsen. Ah, like tying, you just don't want it. Like, and everyone is looking for drama on the last hole in Carnoustie, and she cleared all the junk, cleared all the trouble into the bunker. Then shank. I know, uh, a bit of a poxy shot, like long shot, kind of downhill like, lie, but ah, straight. You just want the ground to swallow like. up and literally open up and swallow you. It's just. It was a disaster. Like, fair play to Nordqvist. Good win for Saudi golf. Um, so congratulations there. Um, I'm sure the women of Saudi were driving their cards in celebration. Um, but, no, she actually, interesting stat, I think it was Justin Ray golf. She's only the third European to win three majors now, joining Annika Sorenstam and Laura Davies. So that's pretty cool company to keep. 
you can't keep your Saudi hat. Like you just oh, no. you always have, you, any opportunity you just kick them, don't you? I got a new passport there during the week. I'm looking forward to getting a Saudi stamp and a and not a chance. Maybe a bed. <laughs> Be the last stamp you get. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but no, fair play to Northcrest. Just the timing of it for Solheim as well. Like that was a really strong European leaderboard in the end, and. Like, before that, like, on paper, and still on paper, the U.S. are the stronger team. They've the, like, game's best player in Ellie Corda. But, like, you have, yeah, Madeline Sags from Georgia Hall, Madsen. Like, they'd four, and obviously the winner, so four of the top six are European. Serious boost for Katrina Matthew going over to the States for what, like, they'll be major underdogs. Well, they have a stronger there. team now than they had last time when they won it. Yeah, exactly. Like they're going to be looking at the positives. They will, and like to win on enemy soil. Yeah, like it's hard, but oh, it's seriously hard. They will fancy themselves. They will big time fancy themselves. Yeah, hundred percent. No, I saw a few haters on before um, the Open talking about how they saw on Cup such a dated concept and like it should be America against I think Asia. It's only growing. Now. I think it's. Well, they just saying like European golf is so far behind ladies, LET and blah blah blah, and that like Asian golf is clearly the dominant force. Like if you're based on rankings and stuff. Well, yeah, Europe pulled the cup, so that's nonsense. Well, that's typical. The Americans want to change it because they lost the last. <laughs> one. They're like, oh, no, we want to play. We want to play Asia. We now. want to play someone else. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, it was brilliant. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't really have anything to add. I know, like Matthews has four first timers going over now to Solheim. Starts in what is it from now? Just under two, two weeks. Fourth of September in Toledo, Ohio. Um, but yeah, yeah, class just have Irish interest in it. It's going to be pretty exciting. Big time, big time. Because like, it's just we will get so many people watching. It's just it's such a pity. Like Leona, even after we were chatting, like outside of the recording, like her parents aren't going to get a co- to go across or anything like that. Lisa will get to go because she's part of the management team. But like her parents have been to two junior Solheims, been to so many different things with her, and to get to miss that. As friends, family, all that. Like, it will be tough, but... As you said, she's going to be over it probably, what, five or six more. more times in her career. There'll be plenty more. But, uh, yeah, but you can't beat your first. No. There's plenty more. I thought your third kid was your favourite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stuff. We won't they don't there. listen to the podcast. They there. definitely don't listen to the <laughs> Yeah, geez, you got me there. Moving on to the next. <laughs> Moving on. We have to go, like, we're going straight into then. Yeah, we, we nearly started with it. But yeah, Monday finishes PGA Tour. Yeah, you're right. No, that's thrown me big time. Like, Lowry was the happiest man on the planet because he got to watch the hurling final on Sunday. Yeah, but, but beyond that, I don't think anyone really appreciated the tournament being. He didn't seem out. too happy yesterday. It was like, it was, I don't know, did he go on the lash and watch the hurling? Like, it, would you be suggesting he's not playing his best golf? <laughs> no, Jesus, no, <laughs> I'm never going to go there again. Um, no, in fairness, he'll be. He would have been fuming, I'd say, on the day. Like you're playing with Fino and Justin Thomas, second last group. Didn't put his best foot forward. Drop back a bit. You know, he just wanted to get out of there, but still scraped top, just outside top ten, like an eleven place finish. Really good finish, but he had a he had a chance to lock everything up, Ryder Cup boys. I don't know what happened. Like he, he he got a bad dose of the lefts off the tee. Eventually, yeah, like he started pretty well. Mm. Um, like he was one under through five was on a hold, like a thirty four putt to save par, and then he had a par five coming up, found a bunker at the hack out, then found another fairway bunker and hole or two like, as you said yeah his driver just abandoned him more so than anything else like normally it's been his putter yeah did miss a couple of great chances on the way in 
Yeah, I'd say he's bullying, but at the same time... But he's happy going away. Like, yeah, you, you've moved closer. Again, you've yeah. pulled further away from the, like, a Perez and uh, Poulter's missed out on the uh, playoffs as well. So all the guys behind him are kind of dropping off on their... Yeah, I think... On like, their chances. He's a lock, he's done, yeah. like, he's in. Like, I've seen Poulter actually on interview afterwards on Sky like going on yeah you know I've two weeks off I've just missed out the cheeky smirk yeah it was really cheeky you know and I'll go to Wentworth and you know if Paddy wants me he knows where I am like he's been told yeah he's been told he's definitely gone and rightfully so um really good I would the one thing I'm taking like we've kind of got into a Ryder Cup play here really quick with um talking about Larry uh Alex Noren has put himself, I think, firmly in Harrington's vision. You can't ask for much more. Like, he's outside the top 70 yesterday and he shoots, what, 66 yeah. or something. So, uh, he's, in. he's just, he's a Porrick Harrington type player. He will just needle. He will not go away. He's like we were talking about, like, Leona. Yeah, he just he's a he's a really really good, and he has match play experience. He's, fairly, he's, played like, he's an ugly enough golfer to watch. Like, and the Americans don't like him. I, I I like that about him. You know, the Americans don't seem to like Alex Noren. If I think he needs to win, I don't. Which is a massive ask. I I would have Alex Noren over Bob McIntyre all Agreed. day, all day, and I would have him over Victor Perez all day. Agreed. And I think between Perez and McIntyre. They're two anomalies that Harrington are looking at. And I, I, Harrington's mentally strong enough that he's just not going to go down a list. He's going to pick guys to do a job. And I think you can pair Noren with far more guys. Noren and Lowry would be a good matchup. Yeah. You know, you can pair Noren with so many guys in the automatic qualifiers compared to a McIntyre and a Victor well, Perez. I honestly don't think Perez or McIntyre are in, in the conversation. I think the picks have been decided. I, yeah, um, yeah, I'd I agree. I think it's going to be Polter, Garcia, and Justin Rose. Yeah. So you're going to have to get Noren in there. Probably Justin Rose is maybe most vulnerable. Like he had That's a, the thing. Justin he had Rose, a top 10 last week. Like yeah. he, he should be in the playoffs by right. He made an arse at the last hole. Yeah. It's, I don't see how you can oust any of them unless someone wins. I think McIntyre pairs no chance. I don't think he's going to go any more inexperienced. Yeah, we've kind of got onto this chat. Like, I was chatting, yeah. to, chatting to McGinley on it during the week, and he was saying, um, like, if he's the captain going to America, he has to pick that trio of experience. Now, Noren does have experience, doesn't he? Yeah. So, like, that's a possibility. Like, he's kind of come out of nowhere. He's even said himself that he's been playing rubbish all year. Um, but, yeah, all of a sudden. This um, is why you leave your pick so late. Yeah, no, like, it's great, a, a nice headache to options. have. Yeah, like, because, Jesus, before it was looking like we didn't have options. Um, I think, yeah, Lowry is a lock, especially looking at what, like, European Tour event is on. So we were chatting about this before we came on. European Masters is on, it's like a 2 million euro pot. So even if Wiesberger wins that, Lowry's playing the BMW, and he's going to get a heap of world points, yeah, yeah. no matter how he plays. Yeah. Um, so I just don't see how any of those lads can get well, There's in no the cut, team. isn't there? Not? There's no cut next yeah. week in BMW. Yeah, exactly. Four rounds so. just to make hay. And he's playing, he is playing well. He's playing well. well. Um, so yeah, I think he's a dead sir. And then it's, yeah, it's the fight for those three. Like Garcia really hasn't done much to warrant it, but Harrington's pretty much just said he's picking him. Yeah. So, um, and, but Poulter is definitely, he's playing pretty well. 
yeah, Poulter's a lock as well. No, but <clears throat> we've got into Ryder Cup chat. Yeah, whatever. We've we've ignored the most monumental thing that's happened in global golf in a decade with Tony <laughs> Finau. <laughs> um, what do you think? It was. I t- tweeted earlier, early in his round, that Tony's in the lead. Finau, because I was sure he was going to blow up, but I'm delighted he didn't. So. I think you owe our listeners an apology for constantly bagging Tony Fee now. No, no, he's I like. He's a winner. Yeah, he's a winner. He's a, no, I'll give him that, but like, it was handed to him. Listen, I, we were on the Ryder Cup stuff, and like, you know, on a Ryder Cup thing, I just think it's a masterstroke by John Ram. I think John Ram <laughs> knew with like three or four holes to go right. Uh, yeah, I don't need another tournament on my belt here. <laughs> Who's my close challenger? Right, it's him. Right, if I let him win, he gets into the Ryder Cup more than likely. That's a guaranteed point for Europe <laughs> in the singles. So I think it's the ultimate masterstroke by John Ram. You don't see John Ram pumping in like three over par for his last five holes any time of the week. No. He did that last night. So I think fair play to John Ram. He's playing the long game. They're doing their best to get Tony Fino in it. Like the American team. I'd be wary of them, but they're in a shambles. Like Captain America's in hospital with pneumonia, allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. Brooksy and Bryson, they're probably going to stay in different hotels. You know, Tony Fino, the biggest bottle job Tony in golf ever. Tony the Tiger has Tony found his Tiger. war. No, he hasn't. He, he hasn't. Has. That and like even he did his best. Did you see his approach to the last? I know he still won the tournament. His approach to the last when he actually like put it in the bunker. Yeah, he got up and down. He forced the playoff. He hold that put with a hard hat. Really good. Yeah. But then I was convinced Cam Smith, he's, the, he's played in three playoffs, Cam Smith, won them all. I like Tony's 0 for 3. Tony's 0 for 3. <laughs> and then our man stands up and just home run, out of town. Like, like I just, I was speechless. I know you switched the telly off then, you just go right. I actually thought Smith was going to reign in regulation. I thought he was going to birdie the last the way he was going. Yeah. Um, but, nah, God, like... What a conspiracy theory that is. That's up there with 5G COVID. That's stuff. how Harrington thinks. <laughs> <laughs> that's how deep Paddy's willing to go for the cause. He's, Get Tony Fino in this team. This is a guaranteed singles point. I have a feeling Tony Fino could all of a sudden become like a multiple major winner off the back of his success. This you're, is huge. No, I have flipped camps. You're the one that's going to have to... Like this mass apologies. No, like the man has it all. He uh, he's so fidgety over the ball. Like you'd think he was having a nervous spasm. And next thing it's just like absolutely like he was making Larry look very average with his drive in there yesterday. Obviously Shane didn't wasn't hitting the ball. Major winner Shane Larry was my yeah, that's like that's your look. (laughs) Who who do we have? Ben Curtis, Todd Hamilton? No, but no, I'm joking. But um no, I think it, it's a. Ma- I am delighted for Tony. Fiedler. So am I. So am I. I'm. I'm very happy for him. But since his I'm, last win, he's had eight second place finishes and th- or is it? Yeah, eight second, thirty nine top tens. I think it was. Nobody cares. Ah, uh, listen. But what about the? So I admired Tony coming out, and he was like, "I know I was a closer. I believed I was a closer. I shot sixty four in the final round of the Genesis. Are you telling me I'm not a closer? Yeah. Now he didn't get it done, but he shot sixty four in the final round of the Genesis. He was very unlucky. You're plucking one result in the last five years he's, out of like, He's broken 70 multiple yeah. times in, in yeah. Sundays. He has, but like... No, where I think is he in the a, world a player rankings? has to grow. You have uh, to let him grow. How long does it take to grow? Like, where is well, he's, where? he's grown all the time. He's massive. Yeah. <laughs> he's, and he's, what, 31? He's where is he younger. in the world rankings? Top of my head. He's top. in the top 30. Like, he's top, I, maybe yeah, top 20 now. I was going to say around now. 20, but I don't like, know. 
everybody around him has won in the last four. Like I, I don't know how far you'd have to go down the world rankings to see a player that hasn't won in the last five years. He's now, won twice. If he wins another, he's going to be tied stop. with the great Scott Stallings. Uh, like the first event that he won in Puerto Rico, or whatever. She like. That was the curse, though, then, came in after that. Tony Fina, everyone else was 10, off. Ninth play in the majors. world now. Ninth in the world. What a man. He's, cl- he's in ninth in the world. He's just gone up to ninth. America, just looking at this briefly there, five. So he's definitely America in the world. have 10 players in the top 12 in the world going into this, this Ryder Cup. This is brilliant. Europe have won. Yeah. And that's all we need. No, it is brilliant. America won't win the Ryder Cup. I'm with you. Like, on paper, like that American team, as you say, is falling apart. It's like, they shambles. all hate each other. Absolutely hate each other. I don't know how Stricker can galvanise them to play well together. They have a chance in the singles because they're all such just individual egotists. But in the teams, I just don't see how they have a chance. You'll see. I think Bryson as well. Like He's just... I don't think his focus is on the Ryder Cup. He's going for the long drive championship, I see. Unbelievable. I can't... Yeah, I was going to get on to him later. But yeah, like literally that starts the day after the Ryder Cup. And DeShambo says, I've been working hard to get my game up to their speed so I have a chance, but I'll still continue to play my guest, best golf with my regular day job. It's like, geez, that's a Ryder Cup. Like, he's talking like M- McElroy. It's an exhibition level there. How anyone can simultaneously train for a long drive and a Ryder Cup? He's like, ultimate levels. Every week he just outdoes himself on oh. ultimate levels of Muppet comments. He was my villain. He's an arsehole. He's boycotting the media now. He's thrown his toys out of the pram. He's literally the worst... Like, I don't know how... What's his redeeming quality? I don't see it. Like he DraftKings. DraftKings. <laughs> That's it. His sponsor, DraftKings and Rocket Mortgage. Uh, I don't even think he talks to them anymore. No, he he is an absolute disaster. Um, He's a horrible individual. Well, we, we go into this every week, just bullying Bryson, but Seamus Power. Um, can't believe it. No, I... I can't believe it. Devastated uh, for him, but... You know, he's, he's done it a few times, you know, little last few hole wobbles. It's such a pity. Um, but, again, he's the type of guy that just learns. He won't do that again. No, nah, he was brilliant post-round. Like, so I've seen your tweet brilliant. on that, actually. I've seen your Penny tweet. Penny tweeted me back. Did she? Unbelievable. The yeah. most Irish thing, like, happy Grant. Like, yeah. He was literally like, on live TV. Thanks for having me. Like, that, the fact that he was dragged to the Sky card, like, after just missing out in the playoff of the final bogey and still... Yeah, like not a bother on him. Like he was just, not that he was just glad to be there, but the break did him no good. Like obviously he was going to enjoy his win and have three weeks off and stuff, but he just said he's come back and he hasn't swung well for two weeks. And he said the last hole epitomized that, that like he, oh, he knew he just needed one good iron shot and he didn't have it. Yeah. Um, sickening to have a 10 footer to get into next week. But like all in all, as he said, like he went into the season with a dirty status, comes out with a winner's status, two years exempt. He's banked like a million and a half already this year. Yeah, no, it's a great season. It's yeah. an unbelievably great season. And he will go deeper next year. Oh, like he's, yeah. He's he definitely, he's unlocked a secret now. Yeah, like there's enough tournaments out there for him to win. As he said, that was like probably the second best tournament he's ever played in. in terms he of will win multiple times before Tony Fino wins again. I'll absolutely <laughs> take that bet. <laughs> <laughs> oh stop right come on move it on from Tony but no Seamus Power yeah definitely it's the end of his year but it's uh... I was thinking like what he he's just going to stay state I guess well, their, like their he, season starts again next year starts know, in like four weeks arse, isn't it? I thought he might come over like just to spend a bit of time at home nice time of the year and then maybe play Wentworth Get, give him an invite to that I 
you wouldn't know, but uh, they don't care. Like Wentworth, why would the why would the PGA BMW care about Seamus Power? That's the well, that's it. I don't know. You know that's our know. that's our green tinted glasses on. Oh, I thought you were going to say that's our flagship tournament because that's definitely the Saudi Invitational. Yeah. If you're going, <laughs> there you go again. Oh, I love the place. Um, one thing though, outside Seamus Power, Rory, um, outside the world's top fifteen now since the first time since November two thousand and nine. In my notes, I, I've asked, is is he a middle-of-the-road player now? It's looking like, that way. He's like, But normally, I said this a couple of months ago, normally this is his time of the year. Yeah. Normally he kicks into gear, round playoffs, all the majors are gone, no mad pressure, he wins some big events, and then that's it, oh, Rory's going to win the Masters, and we get that hype train going again. But it's not happening. And he's coming out with awful comments as well. Like He was going on about flicky hands and this, that. I don't know, is he, is he sick of Pete Cowan already or... I don't know what's going on. I can't. I didn't actually see it. The only comments I saw him come out with was that he decided to lay up on par fives. Like, one of the worst wedge players on the tour is laying up for wedges on par fives. And, he, <laughs> and he's he one of the longest players in the world. Yeah. yeah it's, 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 like, scrambled stuff. Like, yeah. I, yeah, I, he's a million miles away. And the, maybe the beauty of it is he'll go into the Masters in the worst form of his life and finally wear a green jacket. But, like, he couldn't be any further from that. It's um, it is pretty sad. What like he does just like come He's across as away. a run of the middle player now, and like the level has just gone up so much. Yeah. Like John Ram would destroy him now. Like the game's top player, he set a new benchmark altogether. Um, now it is it's a real shame. But in saying that, he's I think he's twenty eighth in the FedEx. Good week next week. He's into the Tour Championship. Could easily win that. Also, he's always um, one swing cut away from sixty four. Yeah, like he, well, that's it. Like we wax lyrical about Seamus Power and Rory McIlroy, and Jesus, the comment sections when we write any article about Rory McIlroy is always poison. Septic. But yeah. like he's still the flag bearer Irish golf, whether you like it or not. Yeah, and um, he was the one who could have got the bronze medal, and he's going to be the one if Harrington wants to have a winning Ryder Cup. Like McIlroy is going to probably have to get three points for him, and he has a chance. Oh no, he will. He'll do damage in the Ryder Cup. Exactly. Well, and he has to because again, like looking at those English lads, Fitzpatrick, Westwood. We talked about them there a couple of weeks ago. Fleetwood, like that middle order, the Ryder Cup pattern is non-existent. Yeah, but like. who do they have to beat? Cantley and Shoffley and <laughs> yeah, you know, oh, yeah. I don't know. Tony Fino. Oh, uh, Tony Fino is a five-pointer. <laughs> Wait, do you see the new Francesco Molinari for the states? Um, no, fair play to Fino. He also had a little dirty. Um, I'm his mustache bro, but I noticed that he cut it really fine to his top lip. It kind of looked like he was a bad man, and he had this look about him, like Harrington, the backs of the eyes going. Now Tony's in a different zone. It's not a nice beard. He's he's a caged animal. He's been unleashed. It's not a nice beard. I'm just gonna put that out there. Like Shane Lowry is the ultimate, oh, the ultimate beardman, beard man. Yeah, beardsmanship. A beardman. Yeah, but like, no, it looks like it's stuck on his face. He looks like the lads off. Like Fino looks like your man off Team America World Police. They stuck <laughs> the beard onto him. Like it's, it's working just, for him. Yeah, it's, it's working well, it worked this week. Um, I yeah, just on the, I don't know to round up that kind of stuff. I maybe it was because the nine inches of rain. There was no fans on Monday or whatever. But I'm really struggling to get into these playoffs. Like I feel like it, players are just going through the motions. Yeah. They all have too much money already, so they're not really arsed. I just hate... I don't like the format. It's come at the end of major season. We've Ryder Cup to look forward to. This just feels like filler. What is the format, this? Like you've, are they doing the I same thing? I think they're doing the same thing. That, and, like, Ram was coming out, giving out about it. That's not fair. It's stupid. Yeah. It is silly, but, like... You know, what can you do? With it, it just... It I they don't change know. it every year. 
Yeah. No, I just think golf needs to, uh, like, revamp this. I know, like, the schedule's just so packed. Like, it's crazy. It's never-ending. Lads don't have an off-season. As you say, like, James Power starts in the next season now in a couple of weeks. That's a like, it's The wraparound season. The wraparound. Like, it's just, yeah, relentless. But no, uh, we need a bit of fire, I think. Players need to get, like, ramped up for Ryder Cup. And just the segue into the fire, Victor Hovland, shout-out to him. Did you see him yesterday? Smashed his putter against his bag on yeah. the 8th. Never seen him go mad in any aspect. Never seen him lose his cool. Played his first eight holes in five over. Played his next ten, putting his wedge in one over. Pretty impressive stuff. I was glad to see that. He's human. He's a superstar. Yeah. Oh, 100%. No, Europe's need him more than ever. But yeah, that's kind of it for Northern Trust. For Um, me, anyway. Yeah, same same as for me. Like, the Legends Tour was on a home event. Um Shit, it wouldn't let us near the place. Wouldn't let us near. Isn't it gas, isn't it? Yeah, it's an international event, apparently. So, closed doors, not allowed up, and Crow Park on the same day, 40,000 people, which looks like 90,000 people. It is bizarre. Um, is that because the legends are, like, vulnerable citizens? No. <laughs> <laughs> They're all elfers. There was more vulnerable people from Cork at that match than there was ever going to go to the Gulf. Um, but, yeah... It's just, it beggars belief. It's just, they're saying it's an international event and that's why. So you're not allowed to have crowds at an international event like the Legends Tour up. There's that big pro-am element to it as well. I'm not really sure how conducive it is to fans. Like, I don't really, yeah. Yeah, it's hard to to follow. It's not tournament golf. Like, it's not. No, it was a cool um, finale, I guess. Yeah, great club. Philip Price, 15 under each. Yeah, great course. Yeah. Um, really, the course come out winning like it looks spectacular, and any of the photos and any of the videos that we've seen and um, stuff like that. McGinley done a good job as host, and he always does. Like he's just he's that's his neck of the woods. He's not going to let the ball down, but just such a pity we couldn't get up crowds wise. Like it would have been it would have been spectacular to get up and yeah, the weather was it. decent, like not yeah. great but decent. I saw Argentina's Maurizio Molina shot a sixty two course record in the old time Morris. But yeah, it was Thomas Bjorn who won it in a playoff birdie, the second hole, first over 50s title. Um, on Europe's main tour as well, Johannes Vilman, who went well in the Irish Open, um, and Juliet won the Czech. Um, Stenson, actually, we were on the Ryder Cup watch. Stenson was one of the... I had him in my notes and we forgot. Double the 16th. Yeah. That is li- like it, so he played the first two days with Podrick, impressed, in contention. If he won, he's in the conversation. Double 16, you're, you're dead. I don't, he still has a couple of weeks. He's still like he, if he if he shows a bit of form this week again, like some of the shots here. That three wood, he had a three wood. I think in the first or second round, it was like I saw you drooling over drool it. over it on Twitter. It was phenomenal. Like he just gone ah, like just bring back the old three wood that he had. Yeah, with the blue shaft. I just I honestly don't think he has time now. And like that's a one million euro event. This week's a two million euro event. Yeah, but you're talking wildcard picks. They're not going to play themselves in automatically. No. You just show form. Yeah. So I don't think it doesn't matter but what again, event. I just I don't know. Is he in ahead of Rose, Garcia or Poulter? Stenson's been particularly bad. Yeah, but Rose for me is the slippy one. Yeah, I think that's fair. But he has shown a bit of form and he has played very little golf. Like mm. maybe he's like half taking a career break. He does a lot of ads. He does a lot he of does, ads. He does a lot of ads. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so yeah, Veerman won that, and it, yeah, just Europe being crippled. Like it's great that we have all these co-sanctioned events and stuff because he wins less than 150 grand for that. Fina wins 1.7 mil. I know it's playoffs compared to regular tour, but 
it's still hard going. Um, but yeah, I don't really have anything to add on that. Europe this week's um, Rowan Leicester gets a start at the European Masters. Johnny Caldwell and Charvin. No Carney had a bit of an average week last week. Um, still just outside the one ten, but by your reckoning, he could be in when you take away. Yeah, the, well, the if Patrick Reed doesn't come out of hospital like that's a space. Yeah, that we'll get back and stuff that like could that, have been a know? space. So I saw someone asking for Seamus Power this week at BMW, but there is no alternates. Yeah. in the playoffs, which is a pity, but I guess it's fair enough. Doesn't work like that, but um, yeah, you, a few of the other guys as well, like on, on the other events. Gary, Gary Hurley. Oh, Gary Hurley. Yeah, he's had some good form. Tied thirteenth there on Alps. Um, he's definitely coming around after Jesus, God knows how long of struggles, and he's been quite open about them. I'm sure Seamus Power winning helps light the fire, but he has his own kind of goals. I think the big one we have to talk about is Simon Thornton. Big time. Yeah, you, you've been doing a bit of back and forth texting. That was unbelievable. Well, it was good. Like I was texting him back and I said, we're going to run with this headline. Is it okay with you? Old man steals sweets from kids. <laughs> <laughs> he rocks up on a sponsor's invite and wins uh, the Europro event up in Clandy Boy. Um, Jude 60 the first I was I went on Twitter when, He played went, like me the second oh, day I went on the leaderboard I was looking there's a 60 And then I went on Twitter And like latest news and whatever Simon Thornton Nothing about it And I was like I'm not going to tweet that out now Because I don't even know if that's real Like that's, <laughs> that is mental shooting Computer meltdown No but he, he's a class act Like he's He did Dermot McElroy Yeah A huge favour Because like there was four events left Including that The more people Further down the ranks are not exempt for the grand final. So Thornton can't do anything. He's there in an invite. He's not going to play in another Europro event before the end of the season. He's not a member. He's not entitled even after the win to play in their third championship, which has been, I think that's been moved actually from, uh, yeah, it's moved from, it was in Spain. They've moved it back to the UK to Slaley Hall due to COVID. So uh, he's not exempt to play in that. And that's like a 150 grand event. So mm. like, as we've seen in years gone past, you can be inside the top five comfortably and then you get to the last event and anyone that finishes top two or three pick up serious money. It's so lopsided. It's so stacked. Yeah, exactly. It's like the FedEx Cup rankings. You know, you win a FedEx Cup event and like the points are off the charts compared to anything else from the year just to get the guys they want weighted to try and create a bit of drama for a grand final or whatever. So there's a right and a wrong way, but yeah, Dermot... Um, he's still in the driving seat. He's still in the top five. Yeah, he's four. He's comfortably in there as well, like by three and a half grand yeah. or something like that, which is a lot. It, but if he picks up one good more result, he we've it, only got three events plus the grand final left. But yeah, Thornton did him a big favor. Yeah, and he's been playing really well. He didn't have a great week at Clander Boy, but he was probably celebrating. He said to you that he was going to be having more of a, more than a few drinks. So, exactly. Yeah, fair play to him. You have to celebrate the wins. Um, but yeah, no, we'll be. Obviously, covering that running very closely. But Thornton to shoot sixty, like you're saying, like reading quotes back and listening back to chatting to him, like he doesn't practice. Yeah, that it's freak show stuff. He doesn't practice, it? like and as he came across like like an exact quote that he said to me. Not to sound big headed, but I don't practice. I pitch up. I know of the tools, and I go out and play. Uh, that's why days like this are so good because you need to have memories of hitting good shots. Uh, I just pull out the clubs and see how I get on. Like, talk about dispiriting for a young know, yeah, Euro yeah. pro <laughs> with yeah. dreams of <laughs> making. Just gutting the lads, like oh. trying so hard behind. 
Um, but no, he's a class act. He's, he he's too class. good to be playing at home all the time. Like, but he's, you know, he, he loves Till Ferris as well. He was very yeah. proud to get a win there for yeah. them. Um, yeah, no, fair play to him. Like, he's a a huge asset to Irish golf and the regional circuit, and it's great for the region as well. Always nice. Just shows the standard that's out there. And that's everywhere. That's what I was saying to you on the bus home, racing back to write up that report. Like Irish golf is only short to Jimmy Broome coming back from the dead to win again. Like that's it's mental. It's just and you put out a nice tweet about it. Yeah, about the scores on. on the Friday. Like yeah. last Friday, the scores. Like I literally I only highlighted five different tours. Everyone like well under par, and I left out the like a McElroy and stuff like that. On purpose, you know, it was just uh, some of the scores that our guys are posting and girls, and girls yeah. across the board are just phenomenal. Like, we are blessed. We're in a really, really good spot. And even at that, you have some people coming on saying, oh, like, the next wave isn't there. and Nonsense, you know, yeah. They just don't know Absolute about nonsense. People. It is absolute not Like, a, a lot of people or ignorance, should I say. been given a lot of abuse. Like, yeah, we could do it more funding. But, like, you look, there's no access for these guys for the last two years with COVID. And they're all just literally biding their time, stacking up. And when you actually sit back and look at how many rookies we have still, like your class, yeah. sort of from 2019 on as rookie seasons, the guys like James Sugru and, and guys like that coming through, John Murphy, um, you know, they're they're really, really just biding their time. Connor Purcell. Yeah. Like you could name list, you could just, the list is so long. Or yeah, Ronald Mullaney, um, another one. Exactly. Like serial winner on the amateur scene. So... I just think on, once it opens up, we'll ah, see multiple winners again. Definitely. And just on John Murphy, like he had a top 10 last week, caught up with him after Denmark. He was he got a, managed to wangle like a first uh, first tee time of the day and then like kind of booked a flight mid-round to hop home that afternoon. Like and they were racing to the airport in the car. And then like he was kind of on the verge of top 10, not knowing if he's in next week. Like it's a mad kind of existence for these lads like in this like – I don't know what you call it, like a washing machine almost and not knowing where you're going next kind of thing. But anyway, finished in the top 10. So he's into the Dutch this week and he, he got went up 37 spots to 103 on the road to Mallorca. Has four starts now in a row and he's playing well. So that's like, he's on the cusp of getting a decent status there if these four weeks go well. I see the snaky trip home for the All-Ireland as well. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. He snuck into the country there. <laughs> oh. I see that he's uh, flat out on the old... Uh, Insta box there <laughs> to going through. Ah, fair enough. These... He got home, so yeah, he was on the KLM flight out yesterday, out to the Dutch Open. Like, gosh, no one, no, don't mention the All Ireland. Poor Cork man going away licking his wounds. Exactly. Yeah, I know. Jeez, you couldn't. Fair play to Limerick, though. That was outrageous first half. It was, wasn't it? Ah, insane, insane. I think it was that. Yeah, it was kind of coinciding with Women's Open, so it was a hard juggling act because it's hard to take your eyes off the hurling. It is great to see crowds back as well. Like, don't get me wrong earlier on, I was going to... But, like, they just... It's such a slap in the face to, like, have a golf tournament behind closed doors on the same island under the same restrictions as All-Ireland Final and, like, Dublin full. And, like, I'd be more peeved off if I was, like, an entertainer or music or exactly. something like that. Exactly, and they, they actually made out that it was... Like, it's less safe to have a gig of 40,000 people watching music than it is sport. Like, how can anyone justify that as common sense? That is their biggest load of horseshit. It totally is. It totally is. And, like, you had the T-shocking all there, you know, at the match. And, like, they broke all the rules. This is the thing. So, they did have... The Artane boys band walked around. They had music. Yeah. So, like... They all, the T-Shock should stand down now in, in disgrace. Ah, oh, stop, man. Uh, yeah, just, it's, yeah. The no, sooner I'm the better. You. The sooner the better they just have a bit of cop on about 
the entertainment side of things, especially like just people. You're a buddy, Niall Horan. <laughs> how is he? How is he putting <laughs> dinner on the table? I don't know how he survived. <laughs> I know, but it, it's it's wrong. It, it just last weekend just showed as a spectacle. Um, that it is just wrong. Yeah, it's absolute nonsense. It's not fair. No. Um, we won't name the Irish government as villains, so we get into heroes and villains again. You've anyway. already done that this year yeah, exactly. multiple times, anyway. Exactly. So villains. Um, villains. Well, I've kind of already touched on the Shambo. We've touched on Patrick Reed battling bilateral interstitial pneumonia, <laughs> or as we say, uh, COVID in the business. Exactly. But yeah. uh, now, best of luck to you, Patrick. Hope you come back on your feet. Monty is my villain. Um, even though I'm not sure if he is a villain. But got a little clip of him at the Champions Tour. Big fan of Monty. We're members of Carton House. We play his golf course a fair bit. Designed when he was in the depths of divorce, apparently, as players will know from all the bunkers that are scattered there. It's a horrible place to play, and it reflects his mood at the time. But uh, jokes. I loved, obviously, Peter. Come on. We loved the place. But no, Monty, typical. Like, he's 60 years old now, and he's still as... He's an angry like, man. Yeah, I don't know like how to describe him, but he had the butt of his club pointed in the face of some fan just telling him to shut up off the back of a double bogey. Just not good. And apparently it was a kid. You couldn't actually see the fan. But um, yeah, Monty just hasn't mellowed with age at all. But yeah, he's kind of my villain. Yeah, like, there's not many heroes and villains. So villains, I'm going to go anyway, like the insufferable man that is Bill Murray. Going around Ireland dressed like a hobo all week. Um, You've always had to be in your bonnet about Bill. Ah, because they wheel him out every year for the AT&T and he just annoys me to look. He's actually wearing the same shirt as he was back then. Like every, fo- like he's just, I don't know, he means well and he's over and they're doing some good stuff, him and Tom Coyne. But I just, I find him insufferable. I just can't put up with Bill Murray. No, we, we've definitely, yeah, I had a couple of sources confiding me about some of his antics. He's a hard man to stick to an itinerary, I believe. Um, yeah, just, but and I kind of was thinking, like, why would you as well? Like, people kind of dragging him to this and that and this opening, that opening. Like, Bill Murray probably just wants to come play golf and do his own thing. And But does he? No, he's brought a rake of cameras and his whole family and a PR machine. Wait, is, and he's just kind of long for the ride. I think Tom Coyne's filming a YouTube series and... Bill starring in it or whatever, but he's a lot onto himself. Maybe he thinks he's like still living relevant. Well, maybe he thinks he's still in Groundhog Day and he can just like reset the day every time, so it doesn't matter who he offends. I want to like him, like it's a Cinderella story. I want to like him. I don't understand but golf's fascination with him. No, neither like, do we, I. We literally roll him out for every event the whole time, and he's so old school. He's not what you want. He's, I, I don't know, I'd, but yeah, he's made some great films. But, he has, uh, yeah. He has. Just don't meet your heroes. Now, yeah, exactly. people have been raving about him on his travels. I know. Like, it's a tough one there. I'm not sure if I want to put him in room 101 or whatever. Like, that's a, a harsh one. No. Of villains. Yeah. I just... I just don't like him. I don't, I don't think I'm allowed to overrule your villain. No, yeah, you, you yeah. You have carte blanche in. You constantly are. Well, it was that or global warming, like tropical storms playing havoc <laughs> with me head and waking up this morning confused because the golf finished last night and where's Monday gone? So it was either that or Bill Murray. So I'm going with Bill Murray. Nah, Bill deserves it. And before you edit out me t- saying that the Monty's a horrible place to play, I was joking, for the record. <laughs> no, so, there'll be no editing done, there'll be no edit. What you say is on record. I'm actually playing it on Wednesday, it's in great nick, best greens in the country, no joke. <laughs> Heroes then, there's only one hero this week, has to be uh, 
Tony Fina, <laughs> phony Tino. <laughs> no, uh, Leona McGuire has to just like yeah, head and it. shoulders. It's great. Like the heroes have just been making themselves known to us. Like there's been no creative thought whatsoever. It's just obvious, and Leona's just an obvious Irish sporting hero. Can't say any better than that. Sweet. <laughs> I think that's it. I think that's a wrap for this week. Is it? Yeah, it's actually about 100 degrees in I'm here. Sweltering. Yeah. I'm sweltering. We, we up have aircon that's not turned on because it's too noisy. The windows are closed. The room is a greenhouse. Yeah, get me out of here. No. I hope people enjoy the listen. <laughs> exactly, right. Well, cheers as always for tuning in. Um, we are actually later on this week at the Sleeve Russell at our Irish Golfer event. I think there's still four or five slots available. If you want to check out irishgolfer.e forward slash event, you can book that. So we've like five grand worth of prizes on the day, some top tailor-made prizes and stuff like that across the board. So have a look at that. And for your latest golf news, as always, visit irishgolfer.ie or check us out on any of our social channels at irishgolfermag on Insta, Facebook and Twitter. Again, thanks for tuning in and we'll talk to you again next week. Bye-bye.